You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night the Marlins opened up a four-game set in Cincinnati against the Cincinnati Reds. Trevor Rogers trying to get his season turned around for the Marlins. He went opposite in game one of the number one overall prospect in the Reds system, the left-hander Nick Lodolo. Well, that's a disappointing effort by the Marlins here in game one of a four-game weekday set in the Queen City inside Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, Ohio tonight. The Cincinnati Reds have beat up on the Marlins. They torch them for 11 runs on a season-high 16 hits. The Reds commit two errors, but they beat the Marlins 11-2 in this ballgame tonight. With the loss, the Marlins fall back to 45-51. And And with the victory, the Cincinnati Reds now improved to 37-58 this season. Tonight kicked off the back end of a two-city road trip for Miami, a trip that took them through Pittsburgh where they took two of three over the weekend. Uh, and winning two of their last three, the Marlins were hoping to keep it rolling tonight, but Trevor Rogers could just not, really just couldn't get anything happening uh, on the mound. And Trevor Rogers' struggles continue here in 2022. Highlights from this ball game tonight: the Marlins did jump out to an early lead in this game, so I guess this is a come-from-behind effort for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Nick Lodolo on the mound for the Cincinnati Reds tonight. He is their top overall prospect in the system. He went opposite of Trevor Rogers with one out in the first inning. Nick Fortes singled. He stole second and in one big play advanced the third on an error by the second baseman Donovan Solano. Fortes was at third in the first with two outs for Avi Garcia. Here's a line drive into right field. A base hit, and the Marlins are going to take a 1-0 lead. Garcia with two outs. The stolen base, and the error pays off. It's 1-0 Miami early here in the first. Trevor Rogers worked around a leadoff double by Jonathan India in the first. He worked around a couple of runners left on base in the second, but he was not nearly as fortunate in the third. Jonathan India started his night two for two at the plate, singled the lead off the third. Brandon Drury bounced into a fielder's choice that went three to six. He was at first in the third with one out for Tommy Pham, who singled, and those two were on with two outs, and Kyle Farmer, the shortstop, at the plate. 0-2 pitch, we get a ground ball through the left side. Williams dove, didn't have a play. Scoring from second is Drury. It's a two-out RBI single for Kyle Farmer. It's 1-1 here in the third. And Donovan Solano capped off the third. He followed Farmer. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swinging a shot. Left center field. De La Cruz on his horse. This ball's going to get down. It's going to roll all the way to the wall. Tommy Pham will score. Here comes Farmer. Throw to the plate. Not in time. Throw to third. Donovan Solano's going to be tagged out, but the Reds are going to take a 3-1 lead. A two-out, two-run double for Donovan Solano. The final put out of the inning is going to go 8-6-2-5. But the damage is done against Trevor Rogers here in the third. And that would be plenty for the Cincinnati Reds in this ballgame tonight. The Marlins did get one back against Nick Lodolo in the fourth. J.J. Blade stayed hot in his first few days in the big leagues, doubled leading off the fourth. He would advance 
to third on an error by the catcher Papierski, who had a rough night behind the plate for the Reds. Bladé on a pitch that got away from Papierski got hung up between second and third. He dove back into the bag at second. Papierski threw the ball into center field. Bladé went to third on the play, and a couple of pitches later, he would score on a pass ball. The Marlins would cut the deficit in half after three and a half innings of play. It was a 3-2 Cincinnati advantage. In the bottom of the fourth inning uh, is where it really unraveled on poor Trevor Rogers. Nick Senzel doubled. Uh, Jonathan India walked with one out, and with two on and one out in the fourth inning, leading 3-2, to two, Brandon Drury came to bat. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Brandon Drury from Trevor Rogers, swinging a high fly ball, deep to left field, way back, way back, and gone. Number 19 for Drury. It's a three-run bomb in the bottom of the fourth inning. The Reds have blown this game open, and that's probably going to be it for Trevor Rogers. It's 6-2 to two, Cincinnati. And that would end Trevor Rogers' night, and you feel bad for a young man who was an all-star last year after two really good months, and uh, it has not really gone according to plan for Trevor Rogers really after since, uh, since May of last year. Rodgers tonight works three and two-thirds, allows eight hits, six runs, six earned, two walks, and five strikeouts. He was relieved by Zach Pop, who followed Rodgers, allowed a couple of hits with two outs, but then got Kyle Farmer to bounce out in the fourth inning. It was a three-run, four-hit bottom of the fourth inning for Cincinnati. They had a 6-2 lead after four. It would not end there. With one out in the bottom of the fifth inning, Zach Pop loaded the bases, and that is when Jonathan India came back to bat for the Cincinnati Reds. India had never hit a grand slam in his major league career. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Jonathan India with the bags chucked full of Reds. Swing and a drive deep to left field. Uh-oh. It's a grand slam for Jonathan India. It's 10-2 Cincinnati. It was the first career grand slam for India who at that point was a triple shy of the cycle. He would line out in the seventh inning. He would fall a triple shy of his first career cycle, the, in the Reds' first cycle uh, since 1989 when Eric Davis did it. Uh, after Pop allowed the grand slam to India, the trainers were called to the mound. Zach Pop apparently left this ball game with an injury tonight. We'll get more on that when we hear from Don Mattingly. Coming up in just a couple of minutes. Pop was relieved by Jordan Holloway, who was making his 2022 debut for Miami. He got Brandon Drury to ground out and Tommy Pham to fly out. That would end the fifth. The Marlins uh, really went quietly after they got the run in the fourth inning. Lodolo was cruising, really, for the most part. Uh, and after the Marlins got their run, in the fourth, they did not allow, or uh, Lodolo did not allow another hit the rest of the night uh, that he was on the mound. Lodolo worked six innings, allowed five hits, two runs, no earned runs, two walks, and nine strikeouts in his seventh start of the season and of his rookie campaign for the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Uh, let's see here. Jordan Holloway stayed on the mound for Miami. Uh, he got out of that fifth inning. He did allow a run on three hits, and he stranded two in the sixth inning. He would continue until the eighth when Williams Astadillo would actually make his second appearance on the mound for the Marlins this season. Uh, Lodolo went six. Kunal went two innings of shutout ball with a walk and a strikeout. 
for the Cincinnati Reds. Williams Astadio, uh, ironically, was the Marlins' best, best pitcher here tonight, uh, statistically in the box score, I guess. He walked Joey Votto in the eighth inning, got Kyle Farmer to fly out to left, then he induced a 1-6-3 double play ball. Astadio uh, has a zero ERA in two appearances on the mound this season, although it's simply not funny when you're getting beat 11-2, and I'm sure 26 guys in the clubhouse downstairs would tell you just that. Uh, and then Moretta came on for the Cincinnati Reds. He worked a quick and efficient 1-2-3 top of the ninth inning. The Cincinnati Reds beat the Miami Marlins by a final score of 11-2 tonight at Great American Ballpark on the banks of the Ohio River in the Queen City. Two runs, seven hits, no errors, six left on for the Marlins. 11 runs, 16 hits. That's a season high allowed by the Marlins. Two errors, seven left on for the Reds. Lodolo beats Rodgers. Nick Lodolo now 3-3 three and three this season. Trevor Rodgers falls to a uh, season low point of four wins and ten losses. We played this ball game in three hours and 16 minutes in front of 12,948 at Great American Ballpark tonight. In game number 96 for the Marlins, they lose this sucker and they fall to 45-51 and 51 this season, while the Cincinnati Reds improve to 37-58. and 58. A rough night for the Marlins results in 11-2 loss. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with the Ed Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the Marlins uh, get walloped 11-2 in the opener in Cincinnati last night. Daddy, I know uh, just talking to Trevor throughout the course of this season, when he hits some struggles, sometimes he feels it's mechanical, sometimes he feels like it's mental. Do you feel maybe it's a combination for him right now? Oh, well, I don't quite know, uh, honestly, what, what it is, but seemed to be in trouble kind of all night. And early on, um, you know, got lead-off double, gets out of that. Uh, second inning, had a couple guys on, gets out of that. Um, yeah, it just seemed like he was kind of in trouble all night, you know, in this game. I think they got six runs with two outs. Uh, one of them I know was 0-2. I think the other one may have been 1-2 on Solano. Um, but, yeah, we just weren't able to put anybody away, and, and really it was just kind of in trouble all night. With Avi Garcia, you know, he smokes that ball, ends up lining into a double play. When a guy is already struggling at the plate, how much harder does it make it to break out when, you know, he kind of feels like even when he hits a ball hard, he can't catch a break? Yeah, that kind of changed that that inning right there. The game just kind of flipped right there. You know, we we had bases loaded, nobody out. Don't end up scoring. Avi hit a bullet right at somebody, uh, but he also hit the he hit the you know he got the RBI in the first with the ball he hit up the middle. So, um, 
But anyway, they come back and get three, and then really we don't stop them hardly the rest of the night. So it seems like the game kind of flipped. We had a chance to kind of, you know, maybe throw three or four up there if we get a ball in a gap or something like that. Uh, we weren't able to do it, and then they were kind of able to, you know, hit the big home run uh, and put multiple runs on the board and just got us in trouble. With Trevor, um, just obviously there's been a lot of injuries with pitching staff in general this season, but just seeing him like going out there and struggling in the meet, is it almost tough like he's taking a beating and he's kind of having to go through that here instead of maybe he might be better suited to work on things in the minors? Is that even necessary? Or what's sort of that whole dynamic and decision? Tonight's probably one, the one game really that's been really bad. You know, what I talked about before the game, most of the games have been a lot more competitive, uh, and he has a bad inning in there somewhere. Uh, tonight it was kind of rough, you know, having trouble all night long. But so really up until kind of this point, even though, like, the results haven't been great, he, he's really been fairly solid other than seems that something always happens to him. And even tonight, you know, you don't get the first and we don't get the double play. They end up getting three runs after that. So, I mean, some of it's self-inflicted, uh, you know, things like that. So, you know, generally, it's hard for me to answer that question. Is there a way, I know Mel talks to him a lot, but just to keep him upbeat so it might not get too mentally maybe tolling for him? Because I'm sure, you know, he takes it. Well, it's hard. Everybody, you know, you want to have success and you want to help the club and you feel like you're letting the club down. It's, it's tough on you. Um, so I think we have to try to stay upbeat with him. Um, but... You know, you still this is the big leagues, and you got to get results at some point. So, you know, that's that's the boat we're in. Well, what did you see from Pop and Severino getting over the trainer had to come in and left after pitch after the yeah, time? yeah, he had a little thing going on with his finger, like a blister underneath the nail. Uh, it looked like it was starting. Hopefully, we got it in time to to calm it down. But you know, he gets out of the first, and then the second one, he just gets in trouble. And, and you mentioned with the base slow, no outs, not getting anything there. Just what did you see from the offense in the innings after that? I mean, you guys, I think it was just the day run after that with him being able to do yeah, what he well, bases. Well, you think about it, even after that, they get the three after that. We come back and they were able to get a run and make it 3-2, and then they get three again, and and that one hurt. Uh, you know, and then they get, I think, four the next inning. So it's like, so you have to say that we kind of bounced back after the three. It was early in the game, make it 3-2, you're in a ball game. In this ballpark, you're always kind of in a ball game. Um, but then, you know, they, a team drops another three on you, and it, it kind of pushes you back. You don't score, and then they drop four, and it's like it's it's tough at that point. And then using Asadio just with the way the pens had, had to be used in Pittsburgh, just trying to preserve arms there. It's trying to save an inning at that point. Don, that's eight straight losses in this ballpark dating back to 2019. Is there something about this ballpark for this team, you think, or you think it's purely coincidence? Uh, I'd say it's purely coincidence. Different teams every year. You know, they have a different team this year than they had last year. We have a different team, so. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 11-2 loss to the Reds in Game 1 last night. Game 2 of this series comes your way at 6.40 tonight when Pablo Lopez goes opposite of the hard-throwing young right-hander for the Reds. Hunter Green will hit the air at 6.10 for a 6.40 first pitch with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.